Welcome to the Coffee with Kara podcast. I am so excited for today's coffee chat and I feel so honored that you're here taking time out of your day to join me on this imaginary coffee date. So without any further ado, grab your favorite drink, maybe a snack, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, my friend. Today's episode is coming from my car because I realized this weekend that I had not recorded an episode yet and I didn't have time until right now. So we're recording it here in my car on my way home from work. Um, So it'll just be like an actual conversation, but maybe more like a phone call as opposed to an actual coffee date this time. Um, But anyway, today I wanted to talk to you about my process of becoming certified with them. And I just wanted to have like an audio diary type thing about what the process is like because I've gotten some questions in the past about um, what the process is like and I feel like it would be easiest to have like one spot with all of my thoughts located in it. So I'll probably write up a blog post at some point to go along with this, but for now we are here doing a podcast. So thank you so much for listening and I'm just going to go ahead and dive right in. So um, about this time last year, I had decided that I wanted to become certified to teach natural family planning some way, but I didn't know what method I wanted to teach. I didn't know really what all was out there to be honest. And so I started researching to find out different methods and I was reading different people's reviews of what the certification process was like. Um, and some of the methods like seemed really cool, but like you have to be like a nurse in order to become certified. And I'm like, well, I don't want to become a nurse and then to become certified. So I was looking into methods that did not have that requirement. And FEM was one of those. And as I was looking into FEM, the only negative thing at the time I could find about FEM was that they, I guess somewhere somebody found some information that they gave donations to quote, anti-abortion groups, unquote. And as a pro-lifer, that was not a problem to me. I was like, cool, they're pro-life, that's awesome. Um, So I just talked to my husband and told him about FEM and decided that I wanted to become certified to teach it and at that time I had not taken a FEM class before and I just want to say to you if you have ever thought about teaching natural family planning it's probably advised for you to learn the method that you're going to teach before you start taking the class and I learned that through this process but it's okay so um, I signed up to teach FEM or to take FEM classes rather I should say and I officially signed up in June some point in June of 2021 and then my classes started in the middle of July of 2021 and I was so excited so what happened was every week on Tuesdays at like I think it was 5 to 6 30 ish central time I feel like is when that started um we had class and the class was live on zoom and um we would log on and they would tell us not to share, like not to have our camera turned on or anything or sound on because that could mess with like the recording. And they were recording it to post for teachers on like their um, Teachable or Canva. I think they're using Canva platform. Um, but I always wanted to attend live because I know myself and know that if I was watching a recording, I would not get as much out of it. 
Um, so every week I showed up live for the class and that was actually really helpful because I was able to ask questions in the chat and get all those answered. And so the first four like classes that we had were all about like the actual film curriculum, like what we're gonna teach our clients and going over that in depth. And then the fifth meeting was all about how to teach practice clients. And then after that, we had sessions on things like the reproductive continuum. We had classes about um, the history of natural family planning and the history of birth control. Um, had a session about all the different types of birth control options. Um, and just lots of really cool classes. Like I really, really enjoyed it. It was a nine-week program, which I really liked. Um, like I feel like for the price of what I paid to take this class, like that was a pretty fair amount of content that I got. Um, and then I took an additional class for a 10th week to learn the teen femme curriculum, which is FEM's um, program for teenage girls, which I loved that too. I thought it was really, really fascinating how they break that down. And I'm really excited to get to go through those materials and see all what they have for us as I get to teach teen FEM hopefully someday. So about, like I said, week five of the process after we took quizzes. Oh, I forgot to say that. We took quizzes every single week, um, or mostly every single week. We had like a homework we'd have to do, or um, a quiz over like our reading that we had to do, like we had to read different scientific articles, or just about the lecture. <coughs> quizzes to make sure you know that we watched the le lecture and like retained the information. And so once we had done all of that up through the fifth week, we were unlocked and um, able to access the practice materials and so that we could start practicing or practice teaching with clients. Um, kind of like student teaching, like when I was going through my education program at college, but not quite. So I had originally like on the first day of my FEM classes posted a question sticker on Instagram and was like, hey, I am starting to take film classes. I'm gonna have to work with practice clients. These are the requirements. Um, if you would like to learn, drop your email here, or like drop your name here, and I will contact you in a few weeks. And so FIM had several requirements, like they had to be over 18. Um, they had to not be postpartum, not be coming off of hormone birth control, and just have regular cycles for us as we were first starting to teach. So anyway, so I put all these requirements on the screen and then I had a few people sign up. And so then when I was able to start working with practice clients, I reached out to them and thankfully I was able to get the right number of people respond. And so I started doing my practice teaching. And so what we had to do for FEM is you taught your first session. So FEM is made up of three main sessions. And so we taught session one to our first client and then we had to write a report afterwards about um, what we taught, how it went, um, and like they had questions that we had to respond to. And so that they could make sure that we like covered everything or like, <coughs> excuse me, how did they respond to different stuff? Were, you know, like, and then especially like as we went into the second sessions and stuff and the clients were actually charting and we had to like analyze their charts. So, them told us to wait to teach our second clients until we got the first client's session report back. So they're about a month apart or so. Um, so I started doing my practice teaching probably in September or October, I feel like. 
it's sometime this fall. It all blends together now. But September, October, I started practice teaching and then I finished up in like December and early January was when I was done with that part of it. And then my lectures were done in the middle of October too um, for the actual course content. Um, and so then once I finished teaching all three sessions to my practice clients, they had to chart a full three cycles and then I had to do like a big chart evaluation over their charts so that FEM could make sure I really understood like how to evaluate charts and how to get feedback and to interpret them and like how to help them chart better in the future. Um, there was one hiccup because my first client, um, she started, we started meeting um, when she was in the middle of her cycle. And so I miscalculated the dates originally of um, when, like I thought she was gonna be done with her three cycles actually before she really was. Like really she just had two and a half and she needed to have three and a half. So I had to reach back out to her and be like, hey, would you mind charting one more cycle for me? And she was like, sure. Um, so she was great about that, which I really appreciate. Um, then, after I did all my big chart evaluations, I had to wait for FEM to grade them and then they responded back with like all these extra, like a ton, a ton of questions um, of like, what about this? What about this? What about if this was the situation? And like, just like a lot of like definition questions or like hypothetical, like, you know, things so that they could make sure that we really understood what was going on. And then after all three of those were graded, I had all my feedback sit back. Then they unlocked the um, final exam for me. And I got that email that I was cleared to take the final spring break. Um, so about March, I think it was actually March 16th. It was on my dad's birthday. So on March 16th, I got the email saying I was cleared to take the final and I was so excited and so anxious. Oh my word, my friend, I get so much test anxiety with stuff like this, which is kind of ridiculous. I shouldn't, but I do. So I procrastinated for so long, I feel like studying. Um, and then I felt guilty about procrastinating. So then I wasn't even like posting stuff on Instagram during that time period. So I was just like, uh, I feel like I shouldn't even talk about it if I'm not even like working towards the certification. Um, <coughs> so it kind of just snowballed. Um, so anyway, I decided I should take it though in April. That way, cause I was expecting it to take forever for him to grade it. Cause it had taken them so long to grade my other stuff. Like it took them like a month to get back to me at least for each of my final chart evaluations. Um, which was frustrating to say the least because I thought I would be able to get done with them a lot faster than I actually ended up doing. Um, so that's just something to know in case you're considering taking with them. And then, or, or becoming certified to teach them, I should say. Um, then, let's see. Got certified to, or got cleared to take my test. I decided to take it on Palm Sunday after church. That way I wouldn't have to worry about it with Easter that next week. Um, so after church was done, I just like sat down. Like I stayed home from church that day and live streamed it. That way as soon as it was over, I could like start taking the test because my husband had to stay at church for a meeting afterwards. So it's like, okay, he'll be gone. I'll be able to focus 
really well and take it. And it took me like a full three hours. That was how long we had to take the test. And it took me the whole time. Like I finished it. Um, I feel like about two hours and 40 ish minutes I was done. But then I went back and reviewed stuff It answered questions better than I did like, the first time through. Cause I was just trying so hard to like finish. Um, so I went back and elaborated. And then it only took them two weeks to grade it, which I was shocked. I was totally not expecting to get an email saying I passed or failed until May, like until about now. Um, so I found out I passed, which was insane. I was so happy. Um, and then I had to go on and like do kind of the same thing that I had to do for the session reports where I had to go back and like they had asked questions of things that like I had gotten wrong. They wanted me to like fix that basically and they would like ask clarifying questions to help me frame it better like if I got partial credit off and things like that um so yeah and so I sent that all back in again expected it to take a while but it only took about a week later and then I got an email saying that I am certified to teach them and it's crazy and they sent me like a google form for me to fill out so that I could get my official certificate saying that I am able to teach it and um I got that actually later that afternoon but I didn't check my email until the next day and so I didn't even know I was technically officially officially done until that next morning but okay so those are all my thoughts about like the process of them and now I'm going to talk about what I liked and what I didn't like about this process so I really liked how the FEM team was really great at answering questions. They were great at supporting me through the process. Um, they have a like discussion board part of the course where I could go on and like post questions or even go on and see what other people are asking and learn that way, which I really liked the community aspect of that. They have a Facebook group that was really helpful too. Um, and I really like how FIM itself, like the course I teach people, I really like how that is set up, um, which I feel like is a pro to FIM more than it is like the FIM teaching program. But like, I love how in the first session, it's all about hormones and all about like how your body works and um, about cervical mucus and how hormones influence that. Like I really like how FIM uses the scientific names of things instead of like characterizing it by the characteristics. Because like what if you don't see egg white, quote unquote egg white cervical mucus, like what if, what is that? You know, like it's a very specific. So I like that about them. And then I like how we have practice exercises that we do with our clients. I feel like it really helps them um, become confident in what they're seeing and what they're um, able to do. And then um, I like how in the second session we like build on it because um, as you probably know, I teach like in a school right now. And so I feel like the program is lined up very well, like educationally, um, where it builds on what you're learning to week and you're reviewing information, which is great because you have to hear things a lot for it to really sink in. Um, so in the second session, they learn, like a, they have a review, first of all, and then they learn about LH testing and they learn about the different phases of the cycle. And then we have more practice exercises, talk about why some sort cycles are short versus long and then the third session is a deep dive into the fem family planning guidelines and i like that that comes last which originally when i was first learning about that i was like oh my goodness like why is this last like this is like a huge reason why people want to learn natural family planning is to have the family planning part but fem's like mindset is that like women are more than just 
people who get pregnant, you know? Um, women are like whole people. And so they have an emphasis on the hormonal aspect and just the overall health and how charting can tell you about your health and your hormones first and foremost. And then you use that information to help you avoid or achieve a pregnancy. And I just think that's super cool. So in each of the first two sessions, you get a little bit of the family planning guidelines, like for that cycle that you're in. So like cycle one, you can't do pretty much anything or you're not um, recommended to do anything. I always tell my clients, I'm not in your marriage. You can do what you want, but this is what Finn recommends. So recommended not doing anything for the first cycle. And then second cycle, they have like instructions where there are available days, but it's like very, very conservative because you're still learning. And then by the time you get to your third session is when you have like the most days available to you. So it works out perfectly. And we have that review that we've had the whole, like every single time you have a review about what you've learned previously. But now it's like, when are you fertile? How do these biomarkers and these hormones affect your fertility? And I just think that's so cool. So anyway, I love that about them. But now the cons to the teaching program. Um, I wish we had more lectures. Like I feel like we could have learned more than we did. Like I, I don't get me wrong. Like I feel like I learned so so much from this, but I feel like I could have learned more. Um, I wasn't taught to about much about how to help women who are coming off of birth control. I wasn't taught really the um, postpartum guidelines in depth. Like they briefly talked about it, but not much in depth. And we weren't supposed to work with people who were postpartum, premenopause, or coming off of hormonal birth control for a practice clients. Which I understand that because if it's the first time you're working with people, then of course you want to have like regular cycles um, for people to be working with that way it's like easier for you as an instructor to be advising for like the first time but I wish like after we had had those three people who were like within the quote-unquote regular range of um life like that that sounds weird um but like regular cycles not impacted by postpartum premenopause or hormonal birth control I'm trying to say after we had had those three clients I wish um we had to have had someone who was postpartum, someone who was breastfeeding, someone who was um, premenopause, you know, um, coming off of the pill. And that way we could have had FEMS guidance as we were working with those clients with those specific life stages. Because now that I'm an instructor and able to work with people, I honestly don't feel prepared in that way. And so I will be upfront um, with people who are coming off of the pill or taking an IUD out, you know, or something like whatever their case may be, or especially postpartum being like postpartum. I haven't worked with anybody. I had a fourth client, um, in my practice client stage that was coming off of the pill like immediately. And so since I already had my three regular cycle people, she agreed, like she wanted to learn it and she understood that I had it done this before. Um, so I have worked with people coming off of hormonal birth control, but them didn't want me to, if that makes sense. And so I just felt like that was a little weird and a little bit lacking on their part. Um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, so I feel like that's my only downside 
or that like two that we only were supposed to be working with our practice clients for three months and I feel like I personally feel like it's necessary to meet with clients longer than three months just to make sure that they have a good grasp on things and so when I'm creating my program I'm like okay I want to make sure that we meet for the three sessions but then I want them to have a total of five chart assessments or evaluations um two that we're able to meet up more and go over their charts and I can answer questions that they may have for a longer period of time um that way I can help them best I can sorry I'm pulling into my garage and so I'm trying to like really focus so I don't hit any of the boxes that we have in here um yeah so that's one of my only like cons I feel like right now about the fem teacher program perhaps more will come up in the future but like I know with billings um they require their teachers to work with people of all different reproductive stages and at different points of the continuum like like all those cases I had mentioned so who knows maybe someday I'll want to learn billings and how to teach billings um because I do know I have heard great things about that for postpartum people and I feel like postpartum people, postpartum women, goodness. Um, so I can help them better. And I feel like Billings will be the one that I want to learn too, whenever I'm postpartum, but I don't know. Anyway, these are just all my thoughts currently (laughs) here in the podcast. And I hope that I feel like it just ended on like a negative note, but I do love them. I think it's awesome. I'm so excited that I'm able to work with people this summer. I feel like I'm gushing about it so much. I just had to tell you. Um, so if you want to learn FEM, there's a link in the description or show notes or whatever it's called for this podcast episode um, for my wait list. So you can join that and I will email you as I have availability. And then I'll also be posting out on Instagram. Um, so you can follow me. Um, I changed my handle last week from care. Delta Gore Beth 17 to Femme with Kara, just because I feel like that's easier to say and easier to search. Um, so Femme with Kara, you can find me there, but, um, also join the wait list because sometimes Instagram with the algorithm, like you may not see whenever I have availability. So definitely join the wait list too. Um, and I'm hopefully going to be opening enrollment to start working with some clients soon. I'm just waiting for Femme to send me like the teacher resources, Anywho, um, all those links are in the description of this episode, so you can go find those there. I will talk to you again next week. Bye!